what's going on folks so welcome back to another forex cuny podcast this is episode uh 22 right so in this episode we're gonna be talking a little bit about the broker side of things right i always say this and i will say it again people tend to focus way way too much on the broker side other than uh, i would say the strategy aspect of things because to be fair it's okay to have a good broker a, a really reputable broker right um but that will never even make you profitable zero chance that is not even directly proportional to you being profitable right so putting so much emphasis on the idea of brokers i think that kind of like uh leads you astray in a way right because a broker is whether you have a bad broker right not in terms of slippage and all that stuff which we'll talk about obviously but uh, it doesn't even matter right whether the broker is not uh regulated and you have a broker that is regulated you know the price is relatively the same so sure sometimes uh the brokers may have a little bit of a different price but the idea is um that won't make you profitable that won't make you understand the markets better right then won't even give you the predictions to the markets because you know it's still the same pair right it's still the same price for the most part right uh, sometimes it can be uh you know a little bit different in terms of weeks but you get idea of what i'm trying to imply on here so i think it's always better to get a strategy right than get the broker side right right okay or maybe even have them both right like to be fair it's it's pretty much self-exploratory just pick a broker and that's it right forget about it let's no longer talk about brokers right here right because people will always ask about brokers but they already have an existing broker that they're using and they're gonna blame me blame it on the broker so this kind of goes a little bit in the spectrum of um the a book and the b books right i think i kind of like talked much i talked a little bit about this before but i i want to touch it uh a little bit more right so the concept of a book and the b book um it also doesn't really matter that much i don't think it affects you at all it's just that how brokers structure their business okay so here's how it goes we have an a book right an a book is where when you fund into your trading account right um when you open a position the order goes straight into the liquidity provider right straight um into the market maker because in this case brokers they're kind of bit of a market maker uh when i say market maker i'm not saying they are moving the markets but they do pull out some little bit of cash because um in a large chunk where it's all of us it's a lot of money right but individually myself i can never move the market so when it comes to a broker it's a little bit you know a little bit something but who makes the market is the central banks by the way it's uh we literally i think i'll explain this a little bit in detail right because the market is not really moved um by buys and sells that is completely uh wrong that is not even true right you can look at your code data right you can look at your well 
your sentiment analysis, the buys and the sells, you realize the market doesn't really move by that, right? You can have more bias, you can have more volume onto the buy side, right? But the market still moves in the opposite direction. Then that raises a question. Then what truly moves the market? Obviously, it is moved by those who own the currency, right? It's going to be the central banks. It's going to be the Fed, right? It's going to be all those uh, banks, right? So either way, let's leave that as topic for another day. So obviously, when it comes to the A book, your orders goes directly into the liquidity providers, right? But when it comes to the B book, they're kind of trading against you. Meaning when you lose, right? When you lose, the broker has to pay you, right? And when you, uh, well, when you lose, it goes into the broker's pocket. But when you win, the broker has to, to pay you. So obviously, they will never run out of business. Why? A lot of traders are losing, right? When you have 90% lose rate on your clients, what is the logical way of doing things? Right? Instead of you giving the money straight into the uh, liquidity provider and make less where you make it from commission, uh, when you make it from um, swaps and some other stuff uh, overnight, well, which is going to be swaps, obviously. Uh, so they make less. So they were like, uh, what if we take the money for ourselves? Right? Because obviously these people are not making money. Right? We can provide them the services. So... Why not take it all? I mean, they are losing. So they saw it that way. I mean, it's a smart move, right? It's not a bad business move. So long they can pay the clients when the, 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 uh, the, the, the withdrawal is being requested. And obviously they can never run out of funds because why? They know the funds, well, the withdrawals will be paid by other losing clients. So, you know, it's a bit... Uh, I would say a little bit controversial, but it's true, and that's how it pretty much works. So obviously, if you have winning clients and you see that they are they are winning consistently, they're gonna put it on the A book, right? They're gonna put it on the A book because these people are making money. So why not put them into uh, well, only if it makes sense if they're making an interesting amount of money which they can't keep up with, right? Where they see it as a an L as a, as a loss for themselves, where they can simply um just use the other clients funds which are losing money so they they they, they rather put them straight into the markets and they beat against other people right the, the whales if you will uh, even though it's not whales but other brokers in itself where the money goes straight into the liquidity providers so it, it is quite interesting the dynamics so people put this spectrum in a way that the broker works against you in terms of like the spike price to be fair this is this was this is stupid why would they do that right because they cannot use that strategy or that that idea for short-term gains where they can literally make money off those lines for the next five years and they, they just want to greed out right they want to be greedy for that five minutes and spike price that is a stupid stupid idea they can never use so i don't know what people really think Right, they'd be like, oh, it's a stop hunt. Not really. Not really. You just got it wrong. Okay. People need to get this idea that brokers don't really matter that much. Okay. They are not really sure. It's fine to have a good broker. Just pick a good broker. Just pick Oyanda. Just put uh, forex.com, right? Or Pepperstone, right? Or ProFX, right? 
you know, those brokers and forget about brokers for a little bit and just focus on the chart, right? Focus on the price action. Focus on getting the idea of price, the feel of how price really moves and that will make you profitable. Focusing on, on, on brokers, putting that emphasis will never ever make you profitable no matter how much you dream about it no matter how good you know brokers no matter what broker you have the best broker and it, it, it even gives you bonuses that will never make you profitable so sure brokers can fuck you up sometimes but it's a stupid deal and obviously it just means you have a shitty broker right we have ig right it's a good broker why not use that and just keep quiet and stop complaining complaining about brokers for a moment, right? So it's better to have the methodology aspect or side of things right other than having the broker side of things right. Okay, so folks, please get your things together and make sure you focus on the right things because some things, it's okay to focus on them, but they will never bring you, bring you long-term success. So folks, this is pretty much it for this episode.